Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A sad styles production. Get into it. Um, so, Eternal Darkness, do you uh, have you played this game? I have not. Uh, well, get get ready for a treat, my friend. Yeah, you know this is one of the most requested games we've ever had. Really? Absolutely, people. Because I think it's one of those games that was very critically well received. Yeah. Uh, did not sell well. Okay. And when people demanded a remake happen, it just never happened. Really? So people, like, those types of games that exist, people are always kind of, like, really leaning on on us to do it. Or, yes. or they, they get some more uh, taboo in the zeitgeist or something like that for two words that I'm not even sure I know I, how to use properly. Yeah. Well, taboo zeitgeist it was like a, it was a sex club I went to in Reno. Oh, I thought that was one of the starfighters that got shot down in the Battle of the Death Star. Is that what that was? Yeah, or or a pod racer or something like that. Yeah, I think taboo zeitgeist was a it's like a it's an underwater city just off Scotland. Oh, yeah, T- uh, taboo zeitgeist. I I kind of thought was a uh, was a a uh, it's it's I don't know if you've been to one of these restaurants, right? But the, the German fusion restaurants. Oh, taboo zeitgeist. It's taboo zeitgeist. I like yeah, that. Yeah. That's good. I thought. You know what's funny? Because we just painted a wall, and I think we used Taboo Zeitgeist oh. uh, in the bathroom. Oh, so you're spraying the cologne Taboo Zeitgeist, or is this a paint color? No, that was a paint color. No, oh. and that's different. Yeah, than, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, And yeah. that's different than than the romance novel that I bought at the drugstore the other day. Oh. Taboo Zeitgeist. Who was on the cover? Fabio. Oh, what, Mike, Mikey. <laughs> so Come on. Fabio. You know what's ironic, though? Mikey, it was Fabio and the bird. Oh, the they're, goose. They're, they're finally, Fabio yeah, the he's all, they're, they're bearing the past. They're, they're, they're making up. <laughs> the retrograde the podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should i'm andrew bascom and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting mr bebop himself my keys jangling in the night oh, Aaronworth. scary yeah that is of course mikey Aaronworth, and we are back for the second week of retrograde Ooh. very scary a- andrew you should warn me when you're going to lean into that because i nearly pissed myself because I scared you so bad. Yeah, when you when, even when you say retrograde, it reminds me that we're about, and I just did it to you, yeah. and I apologize for that. I should know better. Scariest but words in podcasting. If it's worth anything to you, yeah, I'm equally as scared when I say it myself. Right. Okay. Um, and 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 for the listener who's who's the, unaware, or the or the viewer who's watching, oh, yeah, it's a sixty nine of fearing. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Real double edged sword, which is a saying I've never understood. Aren't all swords double edged? All swords are double edged, and I think what they mean is that like the handle. Oh. is a blade as well, but that's not what a double-edged sword is. Oh. It would be like a double-sided well, sword. It cuts both ways, which is also another expression now that I think about it, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You, hey, no. the English language is complicated. <laughs> English language is bizarre. <laughs> we should all speak Italian. It's the easiest language in the world. Similes? Explain that. What the hell's going on here? Tatalon. Yeah, there oh, we no, go. That's Simoleon. That's Simoleon, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Someone's got to bring home the Simoleons around here. Do you remember that movie where... Um, uh, Tom Cruise got abducted by the Sims, all the simoleons. I don't remember that. What was that all about? Yeah, it, Captain Phillips, but like all this, I haven't seen it, but I heard that that the Sims were you just- You mean Tom Hanks, right? That's what I said. No, you said Tom Cruise, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's a good start to Retrograve. We're back for the second week. You know, obviously, if you are new, welcome. But this is the Retrograve is where we play scary games. Scary games. This is the scariest month of the year. We're we're capping off September, which we mentioned. Uh, just a glorious, fun-loving oh, yeah. month fun. of, yes. of, of, of video games, Simpsons, oh, and everything you could so possibly expect. One of our most successful months ever. Yes. And now here we are scaring the piss out of ourselves uh, with a game um, oh, yes. Uh, called Eternal Darkness. Very scary. Now, uh, this is honestly one of our most recommended games and requested games of all time. Right. Uh, and and we're happy to finally do it. It's only taken us three years. We've, we've built up the courage to do so. Now, if you're new to this podcast, maybe you're listening because you Googled Eternal Darkness and you want to listen to us talk about it. Well, Eternal, Eternal Darkness remake, why not? You like you Google that, you know? What oh, I mean? oh, yes. You know how people yes. Google stuff and it makes no sense. That's that's going to be the title of yeah. All syntax and grammar is out the window when you yeah. do a Google search. Yeah, you're just doing SEO stuff of just <laughs> like like you know Fraser Crane salary question mark scrambled eggs question mark <laughs> how tossed salad and scrambled eggs scrambled salad and tossed eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if you're new to this podcast and you just found us, first of all, welcome. Hey. Typically, what we like to do on the podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's something that had an effect on us one way or another. Uh, we rate and review the game as we remember it back when we played it as little children. Right. Then we take a little bit of a break. We play the game, play you some of the audio or the video if you're watching over on YouTube, and then we come back and rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day. Sounds like a great premise, it right? It does sound like a it good premise. It sounds like a premise that you could fill easily an hour and a half with talking just about the game right yeah, yeah. that's not how we do it no. we like to take a swift left turn Stupid much idiots. to the chagrin of some of our anonymous itunes reviewers <laughs> and talk a little bit of nonsense for a while speaking of september when are they gonna get to the fireworks factory yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, so so this week we're taking a little bit of left turn and i have a question for you andrew oh i'd love to answer uh, it. one of our favorite shows is okay. back on the air right now and it's called what we do in the shadows now, it sounds like a, a much scarier show than it is, but I think it's fitting. Well, I don't know. It's a show about vampires. Yeah, and Pretty vampires scary. are very scary. Very scary. Uh, what is your, What is your? before we get into what we do in the shadows, what is the scariest traditional monster you can think of? Well, we do have our draft every year in Retrograve, and I think, <laughs> I think everyone that has heard previous Retrograves <laughs> knows the answer, of course, is Swamp Thing. No, Swamp Thing is a monster. He's a DC villain. You would never say that to his face. <laughs> I think he's I, he's very scary. I'm I'm talking Frankenstein's Draculas. I'm talking uh, uh, vampires, mummies. Okay, Wolfman's. Yes. Wolf, what what, wolf, what is the yeah. scariest of like the the? <sighs> okay. Um. I think the answer would be. Mm. Yeah, is it vampires? I think it might be vampires because they're so fucking sexy, and I don't mean that as a joke, like a Twilight joke. I yeah. mean that like they entice you with like. You know, romanticism and like, please come in and yes. let's have a drink. And then, oh, they you know, make you fall in love with each other and stuff like that. Wolfman's just like, ah, hey, I'm Wolfman. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, well, that's scary <laughs> for another reason. But the one that's like completely complicit in the idea of trying to yes. kill you or trying to, you know, whatever, that's much scarier to me. Also, the ceremony of the whole thing is very scary. Yeah, you the know? idea of someone biting my neck. I know a lot of people mm. are into that. Yeah, It Hello. scares me. Yeah. I, I don't love it. Once someone bit my nipple and I was like- well, yeah. Did it draw blood? It didn't draw blood, but I was like- you might like, have had a vamp in your situation there. <laughs> is that what they go for instead of the neck? Yeah, yeah. They're like, like ooh, sweet nipple nips. is the second best one. Ah, ah, ah. You have one nipple, two nipple. <laughs> what kind of favorite pizza is mine? Pepperoni. <laughs> um, 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 um. Um, Mommy's I, milkers. <laughs> Mommy's milkers. Um, no, the, uh, yeah. I, my, my answer, thanks for asking. Yeah. 
would be, I was in Egypt once and I went to a, no. a, a museum. No way you're going to say so, mummy. But here's the thing. Okay. Seeing mummies in real life. Yeah. I was scared. I don't know why. I knew they were they were dead a long time. Well, they, it's a dead person. They don't even have brains in them. Did the, did the entrance to the museum, <laughs> to the jury, I go, want to see a dead body? <laughs> and they're like, come to the beautiful, uh, you know, <laughs> Cairo Museum. After after that, I remember they had fog machines and, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the Egyptologists loved it. They pivoted. They're it's trying br- to do something new it's now. It's a bright red light just going, <laughs> <laughs> like those really cheap haunted houses you used to go to, like you get to the end of something just going, and you're like, what the hell? That's not fair. <laughs> someone, yeah, someone chased me around with a chainsaw for a while. Oh, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Oh, what? How? How much? You, we, we no, you've been those? you've been chased around with a chainsaw. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true as well. Uh, uh, but I, I'm just talking more in general, like like seeing a mummy in person. Yes, was legitimately scary when I did it. Right. So I have to imagine that, like, you know, maybe I've seen a vampire. I just didn't know it. Well, that's pretty scary. That's, I thought that's, of that's, that's pretty scary. scary. They're hiding among us. I've seen a lot of bats as well. Yeah. Uh, they're hiding in the vents among us. And that's how you know. That's <laughs> what we how do you in the know it's a vampire. Uh, mummies milkers? Is that something? <laughs> is, is that something? I think that spout's pretty dry. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, what is the least scary of all the things you just said? Which is which is the well, least? Well, you said wolfman. I would, f- I would straight up pet a wolfman. Pet? Yeah. Because oh, it's, not a, were- not, it's, it's not a werewolf. I think about the wolfman like the traditional wolfman. What? Okay, what's this, what's the difference? What's a traditional well, wolfman? A werewolf is like basically a man who turns into a wolf or a woman yes. who turns into a wolf, and they're fast and agile. But mm-hmm. the wolfman in like in like like old Hollywood, mm-hmm. where he's ju- he's basically just a hairy faced dude with yes. fangs. Yes, and he's like, man, I just want to catch a game or something like that. Oh, so he's still like sentient. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of Michael J. Fox. Maybe you're thinking of Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yes, who is very good at basketball too. So that's not Wolf Man. That's Wolf Teen. It's Wolf Teen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't graduated to Wolf Man yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, but he will. But he, hey, if he sticks at it, you know, puts in <laughs> puts in that practice. Uh, yeah, I, I I think you're right. But then again, I I'm I think we're also describing just Mr. Hyde. Like, isn't that kind of what Mr. Hyde did? I don't think Mr. Hyde was a wolf, but he was very hairy and he had and he had like teeth. Yeah, I think he was more of like a mutant. Yeah, well, I think I, the I, hair was because Dr. Jekyll had uh, mutton chops, and that's just an extension oh, of those. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mm. hope mutton chops don't come back. But on that note, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that what we do in the shadows came back. Okay. Have you caught up at all in this oh, season? Oh, I've seen every episode. I just, so I, good. I just watched an episode where I think I'm a little bit behind, but I just watched an episode where they went to Atlantic City. That funniest episode, it's maybe one of the funniest I, episodes. Oh God, it made me laugh. There was, there's a moment where, uh, if you're not familiar with what we do in the oh, shadows, yes. it's produced by Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement. I don't know if, how much of the writing they're doing anymore. It feels like Jermaine Clement is very involved. Yeah, uh, but they, you know, it was based on a movie, and now it's a Their TV movie, yeah. series in the third season. It's the third season, yeah, third season, and it's equally as good if not better than the movie and that's not to disparage the movie but yes. it's taken on a life of its own with different characters and i love every second of it it's kind of a mockumentary style about vampires yep. living in manhattan or something yeah it's new york manhattan yeah. yeah uh but in this episode they go to atlantic city and there's a moment where nandor who fancies himself the leader of the house yes. and he's like this old uh uh war general like a or something. The Hun type? yeah basically yeah. basically yeah. And he's talking to someone who uh, basically explains to him because he's obsessed with a Big Bang Theory slot yes. machine, Zinga. and then and then he's like uh, he's like uh, what what is the Big Bang? <laughs> and and <laughs> so and the guy said, and then he, he and then it just smash cuts to Nandor just sitting there like wide eyed, like 
and in an instant my worldview was shaken <laughs> to its core. Your Nander is very good. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> That's my favorite way to describe it. So he's playing he's playing a, a slot machine of Big Bang Theory. And so they keep going like Bazinga and like all this kind of stuff. And he's like, yay, Bazinga, I got it. And then later goes, yeah, like, well, that show, like thinking it's all fiction. And then one of the other vampires is like, no, the Big Bang happened. Yeah. And he's like, what? And so he keeps pointing back to like what he thought was yes, happening in the world. They're, they're basically drawing on the walls, <laughs> like just, just in the hotel room, explaining what the Big Bang Theory is. And he's explaining Nandor is what his like, like the equivalent of like uh, 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 Norse mythology. Yes. Where it's all like, like four elephants standing on the back of a, a turtle. turtle. Yes. And, and the so the earth is on that. That's how it rotates. <laughs> and then he just goes, and he's like, but where's, where's the elephants? He's like, you need to stop drawing elephants. <laughs> he's like, okay, what if the tortoise was really big? I guess I didn't need the elephants. And you're like, <laughs> so like, please stop doing that. It was so funny. That was such a funny premise, man. I love that show so much and I'm so glad it's back. Yeah. Uh, I want to check in with you as well about the other two. You watching that? I, I'm not watching it as it has not been airing in Canada yet. And oh, I've is been that true? And I've been respecting the laws of the land. Um, yes, So same. So I can't wait to watch that when it comes. I can't believe it hasn't been airing. I know, it's kind of stupid. Really I don't know bizarre. what the, I don't know what the lead time is on it, but there's, yeah. there's one moment that really fucked me up because oh. I have uh yes I, I've been watching on on a service that allows me to watch it I subscribe to Crave so yes. by all intent Crave is the Canadian HBO now or go or whatever distributor it is, yeah it has it has HBO so I feel like I have the right to watch this show mm -hmm. just because I'm a Canadian respect my rights <laughs> but there's there's like the fourth episode of the season yeah. the the very first episode of that entire series this is again the other two it's a it's a tv show uh, on hbo about uh the brother and sister of a justin bieber type person yep. and how they live up the show begins season one episode one where uh uh someone wakes up on an air mattress in a gorgeous loft in new york city yes. and then starts to scramble and you realize she's staying there because she's a real estate agent she knows that the house isn't being shown yeah. episode four of the season yeah. starts with basically that exact same scene. So I got to episode four, but it's like, it's kind of turning it on its head. I got to episode four and just assumed that the stream I was watching was looping back to the original episode. Oh. And I was like, what, why can't I find episode four? And then finally realized literally three weeks later <laughs> that I, cause I watched through and I'm like, is there, is there any chance I'm just misremembering a bit? So oh, that was that's nice. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. It was so funny that first season and like and touching too. Uh, that I'm so excited to, uh, to watch it again. It's, it's a great one. It's a great one. Andrew, oh, yes. now that we're in the scariest month of the year, what are you doing to kind of uh, cozy on up to, 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 to your fear molecules? Are you, are you doing anything? Cozy are you on up to my fear cozy molecules? Cozy on up to your fear molecules. Oh, wow. You watch okay. any scary movies? Are you? Because I know last year you basically watched a scary movie every day. Yes, we did. I th you know, last year uh, I wasn't working because of uh, the pandemic. I don't know mm -hmm. if everyone's ever heard about this. It's mm -hmm. the novel coronavirus. And uh, these are unprecedented times. My favorite and, uh, novel of all time, actually. Really? Is that your favorite novel of all time? One yeah, second. Yeah. Uh, uh, Push by Sapphire. Push by Sapphire. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, it's almost like, like I knew it. So like, yeah. Okay. Did I mention the Da Vinci Code? Is that three? That's, that's, that's a, that's a hard one for me, actually. Interesting. I forgot about that. Okay. One. Yeah. It'll always be the Bible for me. So, <laughs> uh, the King James version specifically. Um, yeah, no, you know, last year I had time on my hands. Like, yeah. uh, you know, it was a, obviously a horrible time. We're still, we're still in a horrible time. Yeah. But uh, I was able to watch a horror movie a day. Yes. For October. And it would really set the mood uh, to, for my fear molecules that I was cozying up to. Yeah. Um, this year I will not have as much time. Okay. But I am trying to do it. So in a very nerdy 
thing that I love, the Criterion Collection, which I subscribe to, and yep. I recommend everyone else to too because it's just the best. Um, and every time I talk to somebody, it's like I'm describing how I perform self-surgery. <laughs> like people are always like, yeah, oh, cool, <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's really great. That's good for you, man. I'm glad you're doing great. Um, it, it's it, The Criterion Collection is just so... The curation of it, I just love it. It brings like that art house feel of a cinema to home. And like, that's that's the stuff that I, that really interests me. And so yep. this year they have their Halloween collection and I just can't wait to dive my teeth in it. Last, uh, like a real Ooh, van. That's real. That's real on the nose. Yeah. Don't dive your teeth on the nose. This isn't a Michelle Pfeiffer and the Penguin situation. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to do that one more time for me. I said, don't. <laughs> Don't dive your teeth into the nose. Don't this isn't dive. a Michelle Pfeiffer and the Penguin situation. Don't dive your teeth into the nose. Does she bite someone's nose off in that movie? I mean, following that logic, it may be the Penguin's nose. Uh, the Penguin's Danny nose. DeVito's. Pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big. Don't you remember that? She like bites Danny DeVito's nose off. I, I, maybe it's been a while, too long since I've seen that movie. It's yet. been as equally as long for me, but that has yeah. lived in my head in infinity. infinity. I... I, you know, there was a really good clip of Batman Returns it hit the internet like about a year ago, whatever. Yeah. But when Michelle Pfeiffer uses oh, the, the whip, whip and she does it in one take and you can even hear the cast and crew when they go cut, everyone's like, whoa, whoa. my God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was really cool. Um, what the hell is it? Oh, Criterion Collection. So last month was uh, the New York series and there was a great series of movies on that. And then, and you know what the best part is and, and what makes me hate, like, I'm not going to do this thing where I'm, I know how much of an asshole I'm going to sound like, but is... What I miss about modern movies is we don't get movies made like this anymore because yeah. it's just like, it needs to be such like crowd pleasing. Like there's a conclusion. Everyone walks out happy. Right. Whereas these movies were like just art movies where it's like, what was it? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> was there a plot? Kind of. Sure. Like, I think he lost his job. Yeah. And then he kind of went crazy. And you're like, and that's just the movie. And and I miss that thing where it's just like a really good actor and a really good director just work together on something. Yeah. And there are like tons of movies I just didn't even know were made, like with Meryl Streep, like a really good actor, or you know, like uh like James Conn or something like that. And he's just like, what, what kind of movie was that? That was yeah. crazy. And I love that. It's just so relaxing. And so I'm very excited for the idea, especially some of the creature features from like yes. the 50s and stuff yes. like that, uh, that I get to watch that. So I will keep you updated. Keep me on... updated. I watched a similar movie to that called The Card Counter with Oscar Isaac. I fucking love Oscar Isaac. I watch do. him in everything. Is that your favorite actor working today? I think he is. Yeah. 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 I just, I, I'm fascinated by the guy. Is your style icon too? Um, in Inside Lewin Davis, maybe. There we maybe. go. Have you watched, uh, have you watched, uh, was it Scenes from a Marriage? No, I haven't seen that yet. I'm not looking forward to it. It's two really good actors doing a very famous uh, TV series. Yes. And I think it was a play. And they're going to recreate him like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Like, it's just not going to be fun though. I I, I have that feeling as well. Yeah. I, I will watch it eventually, but I want to watch more scary movies first. 100%. No well, what was the card counter like? Sorry, I cut you off. No, it was it was good, but it had that kind of art house feel where it ended and I was like, I, I objectively, that wasn't a good ending. Like they mm. just, there was so much open and it just, it it skipped a lot to get to an ending it thought it wanted yeah. to get to. And, uh, but I, I recommend watching it because everything up to the last 10 minutes is phenomenal. Card counter. Uh, the card counter. Yeah. It's, it's a poker movie right it's kind of it's it's a poker movie in the way that drive is a heist movie if that if that Ooh, makes interesting sense, okay. right because it's it's that is kind of the premise of it but mm -hmm. there's more there's while while those things do happen it's not what the movie's about right yeah and i and i like that i think that that works well and i like that and i like that <laughs> i like uh, that you know, so uh, uh, we were tweeting out recently, we we are going to probably save this for another time because it's not very fitting for Retrograve. Right. But The Many Saints of Newark is out now. 
And I just want to say that I'm very excited by it. Yes. And I can't wait to talk about it at length. Yes. Maybe that'll be a Mushroom Club. Because it's just going to be bubbling over. Eventually, we just have... The Mushroom Club, by the way, is our Patreon account. Uh, It's uh, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. It's uh, it's called The Mushroom Club. It's $5 a month. I was thinking today, if you like this podcast and you're working your way through the backlog, we've had a couple of you reach out and and, and say that you just finished going through our entire catalog. Thank you so much. All the time. Yeah. It's very nice. But if you're, if there's more that you're looking for, we now have, I mean, we've been doing it for almost a year of, you know, two to four episodes per month. We Mm -hmm. have like 25 new episodes on our Patreon account and it's only growing. It's growing every month. So if you're interested in that, um, especially if you like this portion of the podcast, yes, yes, where we yes, just yes, kind of yes, talk yes. nonsense, uh, which would be our cue, I think, because I think a lot of people are going to be cluing in to talk about this game, this For week's sure. game, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness. That's Sanities, a long time, Mikey. Sanity's Requiem. Is that what the the colon is? That is that is the colon. There's Sanity's Requiem. Sanity's Requiem, uh, developed by Silicon Knights, published by Nintendo. Uh, but can I can I be honest? Mm. I I have no idea what a Requiem is. It sounds great, and I know that it's in the title of cool things sometimes. Yeah. But I don't even know if anyone who uses it in a title knows for sure I'm what a requiem is. I'm not sure I know what it means either. Is it like, a, it's a, actually, I have no idea. Yeah, right? I, we I, all think we do. It's it's the kind of thing that we will use. Yeah. Requiem for a dream. Requiem for a dream. Wow. Yeah. What a, I can't believe how much that, that dream had been requiemed. Yeah. Um, no one can deny it was a requiem. Uh, requiem Olajuwon. Requiem Olajuwon, of uh, course, Requiem yes. the dream. Yes, yes, yes. Olajuwon. Uh, um, um, you know, honestly, I don't have much for it. Sanity- I, I, I'm so lost on the title. I don't like Sanity's Requiem, by the way. It just, in my head, I'm like, ugh, no, yeah, I do not yeah. like that. This game does have a lot to do with Sanity, uh, which which I want to get into in Ooh, a little bit here. Spooky. Um, uh, but for those of you who aren't familiar, Eternal Darkness, a uh, bit of a left turn this episode. Uh, Eternal Darkness actually is an EP uh, by Battery, released in 1991 okay. by Cop International, considered mm. to be industrial rock, similar to that of Depeche Mode. And uh, this extended play is only 16 minutes and 22 seconds uh so make sure to go out to your local record store and buy uh uh eternal darkness okay uh uh oh just kidding V-E-P. this this <laughs> oh is an example of a, a play on sanity oh like this game would do I, I because know there was a disambiguation article in the wikipedia oh page that said <laughs> uh, 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 uh eternal darkness and it was this weird that's the thing so what i wanted to do to the listener was make was that think, a requiem that was a requiem. Oh, okay. That was, now that was, I get it. That was specifically a requiem for sanity, a now sanity's requiem. It. Okay. Um, but the game will do this. Eternal's dar- Eternal okay. Darkness will do this all the time, where it makes you question whether the thing that you're experiencing is something you're supposed to be experiencing, or is the game playing tricks on you? Oh, so I was, love this kind was, of stuff. Was Mikey just having another uh, stroke on, on camera? It's happened before. It's happened before. <laughs> uh, or was he masterminding? A, a self-reflective, like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Like you right now. You who's sitting there rubbing your eye, shaking your head. Yeah. I'm, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. I put you in that situation. Yeah. You are the real puppet master. I, I The am. tinkerer, the if you tinker, will. The tinkerer is my, my Batman villain. It is your Batman, Batman villain. Is, the yeah, tinkerer. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm super pumped to talk about this game. I mentioned it came out uh, uh, June of 2002, developed by Silicon Knights, published by Nintendo, and uh, interestingly, mm. the first ever first party game published by Nintendo that received an M rating. Whoa. Yeah. That's actually a nice little trivia question. It is a nice trivia question, and it is impressive to think that it's in 2002. Because, you know, Nintendo is known for much lighter fare, yes. but they did, 
you know, have games on the Super Nintendo, which which went through a pretty dark phase at times. And, oh, yeah, and I feel like yeah, they could yeah. have had some guns. I mean, I, I think this is probably before the ESRB in a lot of cases, so maybe mm. they wouldn't have had an M. But also kind of cool to think that they trusted a company like Silicon Knights of St. Catharines, Ontario. Another one. We just did this last yes, week, how too. How many Canadian video game companies Saint there are? St. Catharines. St. Catharines, Ontario. That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> why, why, why is anyone there? Honestly... <laughs> You're you're on notice, St. Catharines. <laughs> it's such a regional joke, but like, it, yeah, like look it up if you want to, but there's not going to be much there. Now, uh, I, I did want to mention Eternal Darkness so that everyone knows we're getting into talking about it, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak about Eternal Darkness without talking about Silicon Knights and without talking about Dennis Dyack. Because I'm not okay. sure if you're familiar okay. with, no, with them. No, So Silicon Knights is a company that has developed several games. They, uh, or... or I think people think they've done more than they actually did, but okay. Eternal Darkness was kind of their their big one. Mm. They also did Blood Omen Legacy of Cain, which yep. is another, you know, it's got blood in the title. That's that's rampant with retrograde yeah. references. Oh, God. Um, they did, so uh, uh, I mentioned Metal Gear Twin Snakes. That was the port of Metal Gear on the GameCube. Oh, right. So Nintendo had this good affinity towards yeah. it. They trusted Silicon Knights. Uh, but then... There was a game that was announced called Two Human. And Two Human was actually announced prior to Eternal Darkness coming right. out. 1999, I think, was the first appearance of this oh game. My goodness. And the what development cycle of this game, uh, we we were going to party like it was. Yeah, exactly. I, I think LL Cool J and Prince had a lot to say about that. I think they absolutely uh, did. 1999, man. Great, great year. Great year. And remember the party on New Year's? Oh, we thought it was all going down. We all down. thought it was it. You know, everyone started expressing all their deepest secrets like a plane going down and we know. thought the world can't get worse than this yes. this is true this is a true pandemic yeah and i think about that now as the peak of my life yeah. you know <laughs> at that time i was like oh this is never nothing's ever gonna get worse from here yeah nope that nope. was the best part that was the best part yeah. that is that's what so. life is all about is realizing that the, the moments you thought were the worst were actually <laughs> way better than everything that was to come yeah that's a very negative way of thinking that you can survive anything like it's you know like you'll always You'll always get through it because remember we couldn't we thought we thought we couldn't get through that last one. Yeah, we, exactly. We showed them. We it's just a hardening of the calluses and that's about it. Our yeah, true mortal shell, which is another well, game that I liked. Yeah, mortal shell, nice. Um, so so this game with uh, with two human, it it went it through such a long development cycle from. Uh, uh, Nintendo to Sony to Microsoft and it was kind of this thing of legend and after Dennis Dyack of Silicon Knights started to get infamy for having done Eternal Darkness and having done a great job with it uh, and 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 you know Blood Omen Legacy of Kane also had kind of a cult following loves uh, that subcolon like loves the loves second the title colon. Metal Gear Twin Snakes yeah Bl- Blood Omen pretty scary title yes. right and you're like that's good right yeah. you're like no we need to make sure Kane's legacy is referenced. The in Requiem the title. of Kane. <laughs> the Requiem, the Requiem of Kane. <laughs> um, so, so everyone now he was one of the most vocal and recognizable names in the video game industry at yeah. that time. Like you had like the Cliff Blazinskis and you had the oh, Dennis Dyaks. You had yeah. the Peter Molyneux. Yes. And I would liken him to a Peter Molyneux, okay. where he kept on promising the world. I remember he would get out. He was so fucking cocky about how good this game Two Human was going to be. Uh, he took grants from the government uh, of of Ontario that mm. he, that he couldn't. Our taxpayer Our dollars. Our taxpayer dollars. We we helped finance Two Human. We did. Mikey and Andrew. Mikey and Andrew You're did. And you have it. us to thank for that. It was a retrograde production. And then Two Human comes out. Yeah. And it is a nightmare. It is. Okay. It, I it am taking work. our name off of Two Human. We had nothing to do. That's official. Okay. And you'd have trouble even finding a copy of the game to take your name off of because oh, oh, as good. a part of the release, Epic Games 
sued them for their use of the Unreal Engine. Now, the details uh. of the lawsuit I'm not 100% familiar with, but they basically uh, challenged the lawsuit. Silicon Knights did. They lost. And they were ordered to destroy all copies wow. of Two Human and any other of their games that used the Unreal Engine. It was uh, a total recall. It was a total recall. It was a total recall. I mean pretty, that that pretty good would make a good game. Actually. Yeah, Total Recall. Total Recall would make an amazing game. They probably made one. It's, it's definitely out there. But yeah, this, like, this is it was almost like the modern day ET, like buried them in the landfill. Like wow. it was it was crazy. And I was like, wow, that must mean this game is worth something, right? 100%. I checked it on eBay. It's worth fifty bucks new in box. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. it, it, this cool. couldn't even fail hard enough to get like a. But anyway, is there are they all in like. Dennis Didak's like basement? Probably. Just boxes and boxes of Pro- this game. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I imagine he just sits there and replays and replays them. And then he ended up actually having kind of like a sad end to his career. He's still trying to make games, but uh, uh, I know that there was a, a spiritual successor to Eternal Darkness that he's tried to make twice and it's failed. Oh. So this is this weird situation where- That is sad. It's almost too human. It's it's that it's, story is too human, Mikey. That's too hu- well. It, even that is just what what does that even mean? <laughs> it's titles make no sense. No, no. But it's mysterious, and people will buy it. Oh my god! I know that from a song. <laughs> that's referential, so people will understand. Uh, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Unlike these titles that make no, no fucking no. sense. Um, so we'll move on from Dennis Dyer. Okay. But I did just want to uh, uh, give that trip down memory lane because I had all but <laughs> forgotten about his name until I remembered that this was a Silicon Knights property. And now you can remember that and be sad. Now I can remember that and be sad. <laughs> he did have one quote before we move oh, on. Oh, good. That was very prescient. Oh. Uh, I, I like this one a lot, actually. And he had some some interesting uh, uh, opinions on the gaming industry okay. and journalism specifically because he got quite a bad rap in, in the media for, for, for a good chunk of his time there in the limelight. But he said, I think in the future, when bandwidth becomes less of an issue, multiplayer games and single-player games will start to merge. Whether it's cooperative or competitive, there will be an online component to most everything. The future of hardware is no hardware. Oh, wow. And you think of things like Death Stranding. The, the future of hardware, hardware is no, no hardware. hardware. That doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but it's also very it's true. It's also true. Just two separate points yes. that he made that were really good. Yeah, you've got things like Dark Souls that are kind of simultaneously online and offline all the time. Uh, even Deathloop, another yeah. game that I'm playing right now, is the same way. Well, um, if we get into here of every game you're playing right now, we were here <laughs> for four fucking hours. I did buy the Death Stranding director's cut because it was $15 to upgrade. Wait. You boom, bought boom, something? Boom, boom, is this boom, a boom, Papa's purchase? I mean, I guess it could be. By golly, it's Papa's purchases with me, Papa Mike. Get on board. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a Papa's purchase. I paid $15 to upgrade. Uh, I can't. Oh, good. That's good. So yeah. so uh, if you're new around here, we have the hashtag Mikey doesn't finish because Mikey doesn't finish video games. But He's, Mikey do start. Mikey, very good start. Very Mikey, great start. Just like a Google search. <laughs> Mikey, good start video good game? Start, question mark? No finish. <laughs> Exclamation point. Frowny face emoji. Uh, I wonder what happened if you did that. Um, the uh, uh, so, so he did have some insight. He was, you know, a, a, a figure worth paying attention to. But let's focus now on Eternal Darkness. Mm-hmm. The game that we were here to talk about. Andrew, uh, you didn't have a GameCube growing up. I didn't have a GameCube. So did you have experience playing this? No, I didn't. But I like, you know, the title, I was like, yeah, I know that title. Mm -hmm. And then also I was like looking up the cover art. I'm like, oh, I know this game. But I never got to play it. But I did remember it being spoken fondly of. So fondly. Yes. This game is such an enigma uh, because it was so critically well-received. Uh, and it just didn't sell well at all. Right. 
In Japan, it sold like 17,000 copies, like mm-hmm. something atrocious. And I, it amazes me because mostly what happens is when a game like that exists, that is very well-received uh, and uh, critically, but not well-purchased. I mean, mm. even Psychonauts, we did that recently. Yes. It gets a remake eventually. But the Kickstarter was even put out, and that didn't get backing. And I just don't understand how a successor, spiritual or direct, right. doesn't exist about this game. It's baffling. Yeah. Are you are you very familiar with the premise of the game, by the way? No, but I'd love you to tell me. Okay, so I uh, uh, I did play this game. Oh, I should have asked. I, I, yeah, no, it's it's fine. I'm used to just having to to throw that out there. Um, it's, it's okay. Mm. Um, you never ask how I'm doing either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that streak continues. Tell me about the premise of the game. Oh, I'm joking. Are you okay? Nope. Okay, let's go talk about the game. Yeah. So uh, it's cool. This game was so far ahead of its time and such a a unique premise in a video game as well. I mentioned already the sanity meter and the the plays that the game. Sanity meter? There is a sanity meter. (laughs) So there are 12 different playable characters in four locations spread across time and they all kind of interconnect in the story having actions from one character in one location can affect another character's story in another location. I would compare it kind of to a, here's another arcane reference, uh, I just brought up Deathloop, to Dishonored. Okay. Where when you play through a map the first time, slightly different, but the way in which you play through the map will affect subsequent playthroughs of different levels. Mm. Whether, you know, if you kill people, there's going to be like these zombie things roaming the streets and all that Mm. sort of thing. So you do have to be conscious about not just beating a level but how you beat it and what that might do to future playthroughs across the 12 characters that you play across and each of them have three three meters there's health yeah. there's sanity yeah and there's magicka which i always hate when they say m-a-g-i-c-k-a what oh, is that what magica. is that yeah why do they do that i don't like that is, is is there like a like they stole from unreal engine okay yeah so just borrow from the public domain of magic. I magic. think you're okay. Yeah, I think the magic. What is the Houdini going to come after you? <laughs> you like, don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that at no, all. No, you don't want that. But it might be good. You know, there's no such thing as bad press, right? Hey, if if <laughs> if uh, Houdini does come after you, yeah, punch, punch him in the kidney. Punch him right in the punch him right in the stomach. Yeah, he'll ne- and also like do one of those things where you're like, look up, and he's like, yeah, and he looks up and they just wail on him, wail on him. It's like it's like in any any regular old boss battle. He's got a blinking red light on his yes. tummy, and that's just where you touch him. Hundred percent. But don't think like don't go like. You know what? I'm going to hit him in the stomach. So what I should do is I should chain his hands behind his back uh-huh. so that I could punch his stomach. Oh, no. No, he's You're playing into his strengths. And then he's got a chain in his hand. Yeah. What if I put him inside of like a, a milk jug <laughs> Wait, what? underwater? Okay. And th- that way I a know. A regular sized milk jug? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay, an industrial okay. sized milk jug. <laughs> what those? What he was in? Those was like milk jugs? I think it was something like that. And then put him in the water and go, I know he's there. Yes. So that later I can come over there and punch him right in the stomach. <laughs> Don't do that. He'll be waiting behind you. Yeah, he'll all of a sudden or be, he'll like, be hanging upside down in a in a straitjacket waiting and, at you. And guess what? It's maybe truly most horrifying of all. He knows your card. <laughs> he, know, he knows exactly which card you picked. You're talking about like your birthday card, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know what it says in there. He used to just hang around the bars, wait for someone to sing happy birthday and be like, $30. You got $30 in that card. Yeah. It says happy birthday. And you're like, just like, holy shit. <laughs> Guy, this guy. Actually, Harry Houdini is a very fascinating character in general. Yeah. And the most fascinating part about him is he hated fakes and frauds. Yes. He hated people that were like mediums. Uh, he hated yes. people that claimed to be mediums. Yes. And and the reason is very sweet. It's not like, oh, you're ruining my craft. Is that he loved his mother. And when she died, he so badly wanted to speak to her again and would resent these people that are like, I can I can talk to her if you want. Like, no, you fucking can't. And would just like ruin these people yeah. publicly as much as he can. Yeah. I just find that to be a very endearing story, not like, 
you know, there's one thing to ruin people, you know, whatever, you, whether you believe they're doing I the do right it all the time. No, oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been trying to ruin you by saying bad shit on camera for yeah. for three years and now. And yet I persisted. And yet you persisted. Um, you ruined people at Overwatch. How's that going, by the way? Uh, you know what? I haven't played in a long time. Wow. Yeah, I'm, uh, I am I just haven't had any gaming time. I wanted to talk more about Deathloop because yeah. I've been loving the game, but I've had like an hour since we last recorded. The right. Play, so it's October. We're also putting a freeze on Overwatch? I'm going to try. Okay. What does that mean? I'm going to try. Going to try what? Not to play it as much. Oh, very good. <laughs> okay, back to Eternal Darkness. Back to Eternal Darkness. Uh, so you have those three meters. The most interesting to me is the sanity uh, uh, meter, as we talked about. Now, yeah. I don't want to get It's not Magicka? It's, uh, Magicka is interesting because they just made such a bad choice in naming it. <laughs> but in terms of what it does, Do you think it was a spelling mistake? I think it probably was. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, did anyone see that A at the end there? It's like, we got to <laughs> just claim we knew what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the the sanity effects. Let's talk about that. I want to run you through a couple things that this can this could do. Oh, and this. First of all, this game is 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 known as one of the scariest games of all time. Really, but I don't think it's necessarily because of pop out scares, oh. which there are. Oh. But it really. I remember playing this as a kid and not being comfortable. Just just. I, I had this interplay between really, really loving the game and okay. not being able to play it and thinking I can't wait for it to be over and when I wasn't playing it, I can't wait to oh play it. Goodness. Just, it, it makes you uncomfortable because even little things like, you know, back in the day, games would reset. Yeah. We saved everything to a memory card. Memory yeah. card saves would go bad. Yep. TVs would get static. The connections with the composite cables like were not great and they knew that. It's just like modern politics. Ju corruption. Oh my God, corrupt data yep. everywhere. Yes, Corrupt, yes. and that's why- It's topical. That's why this election, vote for the, the People's Party of Canada. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, so, so little things that it would do. I remember one, one big one. Oh. Uh, back on the old CRT televisions, there was a pretty typical universal volume meter, the neon green yes. that would go up and down. So you'd be playing and all of a sudden the volume would, you'd see the bar go down. You'd be like, oh shit, I'm sitting on the controller. So yeah, you'd like yeah, sit yeah. down. Then you look back up and enemies are attacking you. You're like, oh shit. Oh, you'd you'd be cool. walking around a room and you'd go into a room and you'd, you'd be looking at it and you're like this, wait a second, this room isn't, this is not where the room is. And then the screen would flash and you're in the, the first room that you were in. You never entered the, that other room. Oh my God. Place. The game would reset Sometimes where you'd just be playing, it would kind of flash like, like your, your GameCube lost power or yes, something. Yes. Yes. And then when you go to, which could happen like a famous story of Mikey had his grandparents playing Mortal, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah. I made it all the Very way to famous. the end and I never beat it because uh. a light, a pathetic fallacy lightning bolt ruined the power at my grandparents. Place. Probably by Shang Tsung himself. Probably Shang. And yeah. I've never forgiven my grandparents for it. Yes. Exactly. It's, well, it's yeah, they fault. sold you to Shang Tsung. Yeah. Their fault. They died a few, a, well, like, yeah, like, 15, 20 years after that. And mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they deserved it because of that. 100%. Yeah. They didn't pay their debt to Mortal Kombat. The or, or or their grandson. Yeah. Wow. A blood debt. A blood debt. A blood omen. They were the legacy of Kane. <laughs> but I do remember, actually, this is kind of sweet. This is kind of oh, sweet. Okay, that's nice. Um, uh, I, I was lucky enough, I don't know if this is lucky or not, but my grandpa uh, wasn't in hospice care quite, but okay. he was like, you know, on, like it was- On the way out. On the way out. Like we knew that. We knew that. Uh, thanks. Two he has two tickets, Prince to Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
And I remember uh, uh, we made the decision not to do hospice and just take him off life support because yeah. it was, you know, whatever. And everyone yeah. was there. Yep, that's nice. And the nurse, I remember when she unplugged the uh, the life support, she looked at me and she said, finish him. <laughs> and I ripped his head out and his spine was attached to it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like siblings had, had friendship banners and they were like, <laughs> You went with a fatality? We're going to do a babality? My dad a had an animality. It was, <laughs> it was halfway to turning into Jaguar. But to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, to yeah. be fair, my mom did have big metal arms on. She yes. was ready to Jack's punch his head into, into nothingness. Yes. I didn't notice the nurse's two extra arms. <laughs> We were focused on other things. My grandpa was sick. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about what the nurse is wearing. Guys, I didn't want to do it too. It's a very specific part of his will. Like you know, it didn't take any joy ripping his spine from his body. I I do remember before he got to that point, uh, I I walked into the room for the first time. I hadn't. Seen, I just got back from university. Right. This 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 part is actually true, and okay. it's kind of video game related. But uh, I got into the room like everyone had already seen him. Like he he was sick, and uh, that that is also true. Okay, I make jokes to make myself feel better. And uh, well, I'm, I'm sure he was sick. I'm sure he wasn't just like, just hanging no, out let's just kill him. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, no, he seems fine. Um, uh, <laughs> so I, I flew back. I was in Halifax for university. I flew back. Okay. I finally got to the to the hospital. And yeah. as soon as I entered the room, he looks up and he says, get over here. <laughs> and he gives me a big bear hug. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is not knowing when you're going to be serious. Not like, like, oh, he's telling an emotional story about his grandfather dying. And you're like, nope, it's going back to Mortal Kombat. And you know, whether you like it or not, it's fucking giving back to Mortal Kombat. Well, that was a wonderful... <laughs> That's a wonderful... It's very in theme for Retrograde. It's about death. Yeah. Um... You know, and and that's death is scary. There is one more. There's one more story. <laughs> there's one more. No, no. This one. This one actually is is true, and it's very sweet. Okay. Um. So we. He wasn't actually. It, I. I wasn't in hospice, but he was on it. On like he was. He was on his way out. That is. That is absolutely true. Two tickets to paradise. We've and we were there. Yep. We were there. Two tickets to paradise. We were there in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, my dad, my brother, my mom, myself. I think my sister was there. Okay. Can't remember couple other family members because it was it was close and my yeah. dad was like very sweet like he you don't see your parents like that yeah. very often yeah no i'm not this this is serious okay okay and sorry. i remember i've been we, burned before sorry we have been burned my dad had like uh put a couple chairs next to each other next okay. to the bed so he could kind of like lay down yeah that's nice and he's like hey guys can you give me the room for a second and not in like a, a weird movie way, but he's like, can you give me the room for a second? We're like, yeah. Like, so we, we leave him. We leave the room and uh, uh, and he's just in there with my grandpa. And I was the first one back into the room. And I remember walking in and yeah. seeing my dad laying down and they were just holding hands. That's very nice. And my grandpa was, was out. Like yes. he wasn't, my dad yeah, did yeah. this. And I remember literally thinking and thinking to this day, because I may, you know, I'm getting older. I may never have kids. Right. And I remember thinking, at some point, I'm going to get sick. Right. And I'll be in a hospital bed. Yes, yes. And I'm, I worry, and this is something I think about every week of my life, okay. that I'm not going to have someone there to hold my hand when I'm in that position. Well, that's very sweet, Mikey. Yeah. yeah I, I obviously, I think that fear of, of alone, being alone, you know, is very, very sad. So that's 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 really nice that you shared that. Uh, and I'm, I'm always fearing that I'll be alone in eternal darkness. You don't want to be... Yeah, uh, well, it's, I think that's where we all end up, right? Eternal darkness. In eternal darkness, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the end of that story. Okay. That's, that's well, that was, very, that was very sweet. Thank you very much for sharing that. That must have been very tough for you. Uh, it was all leading up to that. Yep. So. Okay. Well, hmm. I guess, do you want a second or anything? Are you okay? 
No, I've I've been dealing with it my whole life. I'll just move on. I've been oh. podcasting with it on my mind forever. So wow, it's, it's you've been thinking about this all the time when you podcast. Yeah, I barely even register what you say. Wow, I'm just thinking about dying. I know, yeah, I, I didn't know that was related to the other thing, but yeah, that, okay. Uh, um, so 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 other sanity effects. So when you boot up the game, you're such an asshole. <laughs> I thought so bad something was coming. I don't know. I, I told you I was being serious. You told me every time you were being serious. And, and eventually you... I was. <laughs> Not this time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> um, uh, when you boot back up your, uh, your, your game after it shuts down, the, it says that the save game file has been corrupted. Oh my so God. So you believe that it's, that it's over. Like it's, That's it's dirty. Done, done. Like a game over, game over. Like they pulled no punches with some of the things that yeah. they did. To the point where like video game company, like journalist companies were making up awards to give to this game because of how unique that game mechanic was. It was mm-hmm. like best game mechanic of the year. I don't know. Let's just give it to this because that's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's so unique that we talked about how uh, the Simpsons Road Rage got sued by Sega yes, because of their use of the formula that Sega had patented in Crazy Taxi. Right. And we're like, that's bizarre. <laughs> we invented how taxis yeah, work. Yeah, we invented yeah. this premise. Like, that's so stupid. But Nintendo did patent these sanity effects in a video game. See, now, but that is unique. It is. Like, to 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 four-wall four meta-breaking, you know... Uh, that that isn't that is a creative idea. You know, we talk about Bioshock all the time. We talked about Bioshock recently. Yes, and we talked about one of the reasons we liked it was the would you kindly you know twist of the game. Yeah, was that you never assumed that there was an unreliable narrator. You yeah. never assumed that they would be leading you astray. No, of course, those are rules of the game. I have to do that yes. for this game to advance. Yeah, and they twist it on you. This kind of is very similar to that, where it plays into that uh, idea that you know this game is not always here for me to beat it it's yes. here to mess with me it, like like me as the player not me right. as the character i mean that does go back to the old mentality of uh of irrational games like we were talking about in last week's episode of system shock mm-hmm. which uh we apologize for the score of that <laughs> we've been uh <laughs> relentlessly beaten i hate that it came right after we gave a 15 and a half to simpsons road rage bad timing and yet here we are um so so uh i regret nothing <laughs> i regret nothing simpsons road rage is fucking amazing amazing so good. um uh so that's that's kind of it. I don't want to say too much more because I don't want to ruin okay. too many of the surprises from when we play. Yeah. Um, uh, but the reception of this game, this is how how I don't understand how this game hasn't gotten okay. more. 92% on Metacritic. Holy shit. IGN gave it a 9.6. GameSpot gave it a 9.4. Game Informer. Informer. Gave it a 9.5. Uh, in the late 2000s, X-Play and Game Informer both ranked this. Informer. Oh. We could do it again. Okay, cool. Um, uh the fifth scariest game of all time. Whoa! So that that's where this. I know that I remember the one scene was this bathtub scene. Oh no! That bathtub was very scary. Yeah, a bathtub of blood. Yeah. And anyone who's listening and has experienced it will know. I, we're not going to get there when we yeah, play it. Yeah. But uh, if we did, boy oh boy, would we be scared to shit? Spooky and scary. So spooky scary. Uh, we screamed in System Shock. Let's see if we scream when we play the game. Uh, normally, what we would do is rate and review the game out of four bits based on our memories of the game when we played it as kids. I have played it. Andrew, you haven't. So yeah. what we're going to do is play the game. Then you're going to rate and review it based okay. on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it back in 2002. Thinking and thoughts. I'm, I'm going to rate it based on what I actually thought of it when okay. I played it back in the day. That makes sense. Uh, but before that, we're going to take a break. We're going to go play the game. And once again, if you haven't seen us on YouTube, Go follow us over there. Go. Check it out. You can watch us play the game rather yeah. than just listening to us. Yeah, you can see the screen that we're playing off of. And see us yelling and screaming when y- we're scared y- to our little britches and boots. <laughs> <laughs> our britches, our poor britches. 
It'll be filled with pee. Yeah. Sam, Sam Porter Pritches. <laughs> I, I'm so, I, you know, we've been talking about this. We hate retrograve. Uh-huh. Uh, it just, we don't it's like miserable. being scared. We are not these people, but you know who likes us being scared? You, you monsters. You are the worst monster. You're worse than a werewolf or a mummy. You're the real <laughs> monster. Uh, so go over there and watch us be scared because, yep, we're going to be scared. Yep, and awesome. we'll see you guys uh, all on the other side. I guess. In the fetal position. Yeah, two tickets to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Eternal Darkness. Uh, so before we got started, I, uh, I I started a game so that we didn't have to go through the beginning because we want to get straight to the, the straight good. So Andrew, I'll fill you in on what happens. Yeah, what happened, Mikey? Um, game opens. Oh, okay, good start. You're in a room. Oh. You're hmm. a woman. Okay. Kind of dressed like Buffy the Vampire Slayer would be dressed. Cool. You got a gun. What? A bunch of zombies. Buffy doesn't carry Buffy guns. Buffy doesn't carry guns. No. And then to. there's a knock on the door, or you oh. get to the door, and and then I think there's like a call, and someone's like, yo, your grandpa's dead. And she's like, what? And she goes to see it. And then there's this cop, and he's like, you got, you have to identify the body. And she's okay. like, right, fucking right now? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay. Whoa, she got other stuff to do. <laughs> he's like, follow me into this room. So they go into the room, and there's just a body a blo- with a bloody blanket over it. And she's like, how am I supposed to know that that's my grandpa? I mean, she it's acted quite differently. Okay. But this is what she's saying. And then he's like, lady, I'm just doing my job. I've been doing this for 20 years. I ain't nothing seen like, seen nothing like this. And he's 35. Like he's, so he's oh, been doing this. He was a Doogie 50. Hauser. He looks really young. Yeah. Uh, and then he just lets it rip. He's like, a guy's missing his head. I don't know what's going on. You're like missing his head. And then she gets mad at him and says, do your job. We need to find out what happens. And then she goes to the mansion, I think, where he lived. Okay. Capiche. Do you think she? Do you think it was supposed to be like, she looked down, she's like, that's my grandfather's penis. <laughs> 100%. Wait. All right. Okay. Memory card, slot A. Her name is Alex Roivis. Roivis. Uh, I wonder, was that a family name? Well, I, I always, whenever I see a weird looking name, mm-hmm. I, I think... Is it something spelled backwards? And Savior is almost savoir, which is like French for to know. It's almost savior as well. It is savior. Mm. Well, hey, buddy. Mm. How you doing? Well, I was thinking. Just come and bring in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> the darkness comes. The darkness comes. That's not how the human body works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's where the skull is. Is that what his grandpa looked like? Can you please identify <laughs> that's, this? That's where his head was. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to alien himself. Okay. <laughs> So they're trying to get into his own body. Ah, coming out. So here's a, uh, I'm running around. You can see how she's dressed kind of like Buffy. I totally get this. It's for, or Lara Croft. Oh man. Lara Croft. So the, the, the combat is really weird. I like the, I like the atmosphere though. Like the little stained glass, uh, lights Remi- reminds me a little bit of like, uh, the mansion in resident evil. Yes, um, it kind of does. Whoever animated her, uh, punching animation. She's, Lead right hook. Yeah, that's the first punch. Choice. Yes, interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's here for a good time, not a long time. Not a long time. I'm, get me open the door. I'm, I'm gonna so punch. fucking <laughs> mad. My my grandpa. She hasn't vented. I don't think she's mourned properly yet. <laughs> I jacks his head, and that's why it's gone. <laughs> the police officer doesn't know I've got his head with a spine attached to it. I should have never shown him the the movie Alien. <laughs> Stop making that noise. Oh, I don't like this. It, it, this game is very non-handholdy, too. You fucking figure it out. It doesn't it hasn't even told us what to do. We're just Those kind of exploring. Lens flares. Wow. Yeah, not bad. 
Okay. What a stupid room this is. Why would you have a room like this in your house? What is it there for? I think it's a kitchen, isn't it? Is it? A dining room. It's a dining room. Oh. With a, with a, with a, a little <laughs> trap mechanism, Andrew. What do you decorate your house with? I love the idea. You'd invite your friends over. <laughs> They're like, what's in there? It's like, oh, I think you'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you'll find it is if you find a sword <laughs> hidden in my basement. Do you have a little bit of witch's blood on you? Okay. So uh, make a mental note of that. Yeah. We need a... Swords open doors. <laughs> Swords. Turns out the sword is mightier than the pen because the pen can't do that shit. <laughs> this next one's going to be like, find a small pen. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> Win. Another room. Turns out another dining room. Another dining room. Yeah. Unlit candles. Small shrine of candles. Shrine Their placement appears to be very deliberate, matching the etchings on the table and the walls illustration. The candles are unlit. Yes. I agree. Okay. Conf confirmed. Uh, oh, look, a blade. Oh, a blade. Uh, small in nature that's perfect for sliding indoors. <laughs> Is uh, Gladius. All right. Another token of eclectic junk. Pick it up then. Can I swing it? I would love to use it as a weapon. <laughs> I'm tired of punching doors. My knuckles are hurting. <laughs> Again, that seems to be a picture. Bizarre drawing of a Cyclopean city. It's immense architecture bathed in unnatural fog. The detail is incredible. And as Alex studies it, she can almost imagine the city's Oh, so this this is like a, a narrator. It's not it's speaking a, to Alex. It's speaking to us. Yes. We are both watching Alex. Yes. Us and the narrator. And yeah. you and me. And you and me. And you at home. Hey. Don't watch so closely. Large leather-bound antique book rests upon the cluttered desk. Should hmm. Alex read the book? No. Yes. What? So we're looking now. We're in this BC place. People are speaking English to each other, obviously. Yeah, naturally. Most of them are white. <laughs> Most of them are white. Do you believe And their character models are so weird-looking. Their yes. heads are basically built into the helmets. Yes. The helmets look really uncomfortable. Their heads are exploding out of yes. them. Yes. And we must be strong. The ancient Persians had well, very thick heads. Patient. Yes. Well, that's famous, though. So I do appreciate the fine detail of this game trying to go like, hey, we understand that maybe the graphics will not teach you everything we need you to show. We need to show you. So we're going to just use your imagination. You know, at the, at the end of the day, like, if this is, it's this or you don't really get it, I'm yeah. glad they have this. Yeah, yeah. As an option, I just worry that there's, like, too much. Yes. Well, there is a lot. And and that you'll miss something because I'll be too tired to examine everything. Mm -hmm. A shaft descends towards the next lower level. A ladder is situated on one side of the shaft. Well, I like, yeah, we know. Yeah, that, that you don't need to explain to me. I see that loud and clear. Okay. You win, Pius. Pius. Touch me. Alex's grandfather is very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this doesn't look so graceful. Mm. Should have chosen the worm. Oh, huh? my God. Wow, so he's glowing from his eyes. Clearly just got possessed. He looks like he's having a good time, though, which hey. I respect. Ego death, am I right? Yeah. Hey. Your mouth's got serious. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm a zombie now. I deserve it. They should see so many instructions in this game. That should have been. There should have been instructions being like, this is the button you press if you want to be a zombie. <laughs> Eons have passed since the then. And I have learned oh. much. Turned into a painting. All at once. Turned into a painting. I understood. The forces of the multiverse all made sense under the transcending okay. power of that Uriot. was the resolution. No, the multiverses make sense. I didn't get that from that. No oh, you didn't? No, no. This is like this is Doctor Doctor Strange. Oh, I'm pretty slow. Face me. Stuff, Where's Spider Man? And you shall sure there she is. Perish. Uh, Spider, Spider Woman. Yeah, nice. Spider Gwen. Alex has acquired the tome of. 
They said it. Eternal, Eternal darkness. darkness. Everyone drink it home. They said the game of the name. The name of the game of the game. And as Alex picked it up, she truly had a sanity's <laughs> requiem. <laughs> Make sure she doesn't move. All right, that's cool. Uh oh. I don't like this, Mikey. I don't like this one bit. You know what, actually? The door's closed and the camera kind of pointed me towards the only open yep. place I could go to. And that was. And I kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, no. Dead bodies. Oh, uh, this better not be another problem with skeletons. Not another corpse god. Just That's like not another teen movie. <laughs> not another corpse god. Not another binding of the corpse god. Ooh, a time of the day. So the. Oh, so the candles. There's a weird uh, uh, diorama which depicts the time of day, and so do the candles. So it looks like it's morning? Or... Hmm. Okay. This floor is glowing. Engraved in the floor is a striking design featuring the sun sinking below the edge of the world. Yeah. I love that he's like, she's in a, a room full of dead people. She's like, oh, this is truly striking. This is, <laughs> wow. wow, a striking design. Oh, oh no. Oh. oh, so he stepped on a trap. The trap poorly placed. This is actually, uh, this is where the saying, step on a trap, break your mother's back came from. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because her mother was a couple feet in front of her? She was a couple feet in uh, front of her. He's like, that, wow. Yeah, wow. Got to open this door for you. Yeah. So we're going to extinguish. So just X and Y. There you go. And we're going to. It's a starry night. It's a starry, starry it's a night. regular Van Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Just like I, just like I skeleton that guy, cut off one of his ears. <laughs> yeah. Can you target ears in this? That'd starry, be cool. starry night. All right. Oh. So is that the other door or this door? That, that was, was the this other door. one, but go check the door that just opened. Is this one? Yeah. Was it this one? No. It was this one. No. I think so. Unless they both are. Oh, maybe. Okay. okay. So another trap room. This one looks different than before. It seemed to be... Well, that camera made me think someone was out. Oh. oh. It is up. Oh, there we go. So I just complained about it, you know, and that there's the payoff. Okay, yep. I take it back. So Andrew looked to the left, and there was a pedestal with a blowgun. Yep. Should you take it? I think so. Fuck yeah, oh, all the enemies are going to jump up right now, I bet. Uh -huh. You don't take an ancient thing like that. Oh, a trap. See, I told you, every swallow just fucks you over for doing oh something. Oh, my God. I fell down a hole. And she did it in, like, a Marvel pose. Oh, and your sword broke? Oh, my God, what a shitty sword. Secret passage in the temple. And she's Secret, pretty happy sorry, about okay, it. Okay, wait. Secret passage. You've been in a secret passage the whole time. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I love when we step on the box. It's like, so is it here or upcoming? Because... <laughs> okay, so you do have to wait a little bit longer in order to It did to get say on the thing you had to, yeah, you have don't to stand move, still. But I, I, I just figured it had ended. It hadn't. It, it's never going to end. This is a long hallway. What the, the fuck? fuck? We didn't even do anything that time. Oh, and now it's blocking your camera view. Now. Now, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice job, Mikey. In a game that uh, precision control is not great. Not great. You got to be precise here. I'm basing it on sound at this point. Just like uh, just like those skeletons. Just How, like Daredevil oh, himself. Do I have to heal again? Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Well, Andrew, do you want to let them figure out this corpse god shit? I think we got enough to talk about. I, I feel like we did a lot. Well, I think we did a lot. Yeah, we almost saved the corpse god. Almost. Or, or, or killed him. Almost. The only buddy, the only person that could do it is you. And welcome back to the retrograde. Oh my god, I'm so scared. 
yes, you know, and that's why we had to not record in eternal darkness. darkness. Oh, oh no, the, the lights, lights are off. off. Oh my god, they mentioned eternal darkness a lot. They did. Yeah. They, they mentioned the title of it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. This harkens back to the era of video games where like. The writing, the stories were sometimes good, but the writing was not very good. Like, they couldn't get... Listen, if there were a novel that Fabio was in, yeah. the writer of that book yeah. wouldn't even stoop to the level of writing for a video game. No, no, they'd be like, ugh, this is smut. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know if I... I don't know if I totally am with you on this point, though, only because I feel like they very much were like, we have a story to tell. And story, yes, but just the actual like narration, the actual like text, <laughs> yeah. the syntax, like everything is just very like they like what was the, there was one term that they said at some point. It was like the the annals of time or like some something weird like that where I'm like, don't say that. Yeah. Like everyone says that. Find some find another way to say it. I, I completely agree with you. And like I, I don't think they got the tone right in like it's a narrator explaining somehow what it is to the person even right. though we're in the moment right. doing it like there was something about it that just didn't didn't land right even though i totally understand why they're trying to do it yes this is a game steeped just like tea oh in history and wow. mythology wow and without that you are lost the game will mean nothing to you at yes, that point that's true. you know so that's i understand true. the idea that they're like we, if we don't explain it to them yeah there's only so many plaques we can put there yeah so. there's, yeah that's true it's it, they 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 had to say a lot i did kind of feel like i would have been okay if the only thing i would have been okay the, i would have been okay I'm, yeah. I'm never gonna be okay oh okay nothing's my grandpa oh boy we're talking about it again do we not have time we gotta I get, we just, gotta you know, I just think, yeah, no, like, we got to get talk okay. about so the game. So you and I will off mic. Yeah. Uh, you'll hold my hand. Yeah, we'll lie down. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, that's so heartbreaking. Beautiful. Um, uh, no, so so I, I think I would have been okay if every time there was a prompt to examine something, it was less atmospheric and mm -hmm. more practical because it got to the point where like we've been so far removed from that being a novelty of like, ooh, the flowery language to describe what you're looking at yeah. that now it just seems cheap and yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. I'd rather just have it be a bit more bland. And I know you mentioned that you kind of liked the fact that you're like, oh, the textures aren't great. So it's good to kind of like mm. flower this up with your imagination. But the writing wasn't good enough to do yeah. that for me now where I kind of just would have rather had it where it's like, oh, examine. Okay, this is this means something now. I actually think there might have been a really good example for like sanity meter and stuff like that. Dude, if someone read it to you, like if there was a guy going like, you know, like, and then when he came down to oh, the thing. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. you know, you could sprinkle in a few weird things that maybe he stops or like skips or references yes, something. Or, exactly. You know, exactly. Like, ooh, that's spooky. Because... You know, it is retrograde, Mike. Yes. Was this game, from what we saw, particularly spooky or scary? Not quite. It was atmospheric. Yes. Um, but it was it was similar to when we were playing uh, uh, System Shock, mm. where once you see the enemies, there's nothing scary about yeah, it. More skeletons. There, there is a little bit of anticipation of like what's around the corner. Right. But I do think that in this era of gaming, it's just hard to get something truly scary. Like, and and that, I'm saying that now as someone, and this is what we do, obviously, on the retrograde, is we, is we we review these games and and we uh, uh, analyze them in the modern day. Like Resident Evil 2, the original. Two. Two. 
You could never, would never scare me nowadays. Never. No. But it was terrifying as yeah. a kid. It was fucking terrifying. And the remake. Scary. So scary. Yes. And 10 years from now, probably won't be. No. It's laughable. just kind of what we're Rip, used to. We talked about it. We talked about Blair Witch last week. It's right. A, like right. same thing. I don't think it's just video games. I think we can do it across the board. Yes. Yeah. I, I think our barometer for what is scary just changes to a point where it just no longer means anything to, you know, it's, it's more cool when the fire mm. flickers yes. and pops ah. and that scares you. Yeah. That's fun. I know that there are moments in this that would scare me and I don't mind that there weren't a ton of them. Yeah. I don't I don't need there to be pop-out scares all the time. No. I think I think I'm kind of okay with just walking around feeling like I'm on the edge of my seat every so often. Yeah. Um but I know that the more that the game goes on Especially with the sanity meter. Yeah, especially with the sanity meter. The more it starts to play with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious, though. I'd almost want to go back and watch the cutscene with the bath and see if it still scares me or if it's so old that it just wouldn't do anything for me anymore. Yeah, I, I, I wonder because it was like in the beginning when we're walking around the mansion and you're hearing whispering and yeah. you don't know where to go. That was scary. I was like, this is this is really spooky. But then we go back to like 100 AD and we're fighting skeletons yeah. and I'm like, this is less scary. Yeah, exactly. This is very conventional video gamey stuff. And so it gets you into a place where you feel safe and yes. that's not a place where you can be scared usually. Yeah, isn't that weird? I was not at all scared in any of the back in time things, no. but the mansion was a little spooky. Maybe because we can relate to it's it? It's more familiar. Yeah. I used to actually, my last condo was just a stone temple. Really? Yeah, in the center of downtown oh, never... Toronto. Oh, you lived in the Stone Temple? I lived in the Stone oh, Temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, How, what were like the, the maintenance fees? High? Maintenance fees actually, uh, uh, paying for heating yeah. was in the winter, it was pretty atrocious. Uh, Steve. But maintenance, the stone, it turns out stone's pretty sturdy. Yeah, we should make more things out of stone. We should make more things out of stone. Obviously, this episode is brought to you by stone. Big stone. Yes. Yeah, stone USA. Made in the USA. Big stone. It's the big stone. <laughs> Um, so, okay, not ranking high on the spooky scary meter, no, but, no. but I, like, I fear that, like, you know, I fear, first of all, I, I fear, there's so many things that I fear. Oh my God, so many things. I also doubt, oh, the Meryl Streep special. I have no doubts. <laughs> That's a great movie. Um, so, so I, I fear that, uh, that over at the Mushroom Club, over our Patreon, we're going to be playing some, maybe some more modern games. Yes. Uh, some of that, at that point, it's petrifying. It'll, it'll swing too wildly the exactly. other way. Because I, I, I'm not trying to say this as in like, I'm a big, bold, bad boy, and you can't scare me because oh, I'm geez. wearing my leather jacket, and it keeps me tight, and wow. it feels like keeps, a hug from my mom. Keeps me tight. Keeps me tight. <laughs> keeps me tight. Good for uh, you. Uh, I'm not saying that. Oh, you're not Because when that. I play modern scary games, yes. it is atrocious to me. If you haven't heard us playing Five Nights at Freddy back <sighs> in the day, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, that game was miserable. I hated it. I hated it. Hated it. Hated every second of it. Yeah. Uh, or, for a variety of reasons. What was it? Fatal Frame? Fatal Frame. Hated it for hated Actually, it. I mean, that was a, a, a game that would have come out around a similar time. Yeah. And that was super scary. That was very scary. You and I sitting right next to yes. each other, uh, or canonically on each other's laps. Yes. And, uh, and in the darkness playing Fatal Frame. And man, that... Fuck, you could hear a scream genuinely. Uh, a couple times. Fatal Frame came out in 2001, so it's earlier than this game. Wow. And that did scare us. So there's something about Eternal Darkness. I know that there are more moments like that. So I bet if we did go back and watch the bathtub scene, we would be scared. Okay. But, you know, having the benefit of having someone else here, we weren't sitting as close to one another as we were when we yes. played uh, Fatal Frame. Maybe that has something to do with it. But I don't want to... Uh, uh, 
detract from its its score too much based on the scariness because I don't I don't like I don't go to paranormal paranormal activity and think well this needs to be the scariest thing ever or I'm gonna hate it right in fact if it does if it chooses to take a day off yeah I'm good with that <laughs> all the better just causing sick causing sick oh good yeah everyone's really pumped <laughs> <laughs> because that's when the story really gets yes to exactly <laughs> I'm more worried about their failing marriage yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but I do think that there's there's enough intrigue in this game even in the modern day to get me to be like yeah I could I could play through it a little right. bit right um I don't know that I would pick this up over some other games apart from the fact that it has this legacy of Kane mm-hmm. uh, yes. and, and I would like to Raising revisit Kane. it because yeah. I barely remember anything about this game right yeah well but then there's specific moments you do have. yes so yes. you know it's a, it's a little bit tough when it comes to that too well yeah, Mikey I think yeah. we're dancing around it I think we're dancing around is it time to get to our reviews I think it's time to get to our reviews all right so as we mentioned usually what we do on the podcast is rate and review the game as we both remember it playing it as kids Andrew because you haven't played it or you mm, didn't play it as a kid no. you're going to be rating it based on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it back when it came out in 2002. I am going to be rating it based on my memory. Uh, But why don't you start us off? Rate it out of four bits and then we'll get to our modern score out of four bits. Okay, so it's it's an interesting game because it's kind of like ahead of its time. It's trying to tell you a big, deep story that is more scary than just like, ah, something's scary. You're like, oh, that's always so scary. But this one's trying to give you like, you know, uh, uh, some weight to why it might be scary. Yeah. Pros, that. Mm -hmm. Cons, Controls, camera, you know, like yep. it, it gets into that like old video game thing where we're trying to make the world really big. So we got to like cut back on other yeah, areas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just feels like that. That being said, as a kid, I think I would have enjoyed this because as a kid, you know, it's not like I was like a brave child and then turned into a wimpy adult. I was kind of <laughs> like this the whole time. So I would have probably looked at this and gone like, well, I'm not going to pick up a straight up horror game. Uh-huh. But if I play Eternal Darkness and I can swing a sword and kill some skeletons, some very conventional video game things yeah. like we were saying. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, ah, and you're like, ah, that's scary. Yes. That would have been much more enticing to me than the whole time. Like, oh, we're going to fucking f- scare you the whole time. That, that's a good point. So I think I would have given this actually a good amount of time because these were the kind of games that really hit me at this time yeah. of a story that I would have feel invested in and want to, you know, uh, Andrew does finish. Yeah? Yes. Hashtag Andrew does finish. Sometimes. So yeah, I, we'll see. But is um, feeling <laughs> feeling right. Uh, <laughs> is, so I think I actually would really like, really like this game. I'm going to give this a three out of four. Amazing. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I agree with you. I think that, I think at the time that I was playing it, mm. um, I was I was amazed at the story because video games were still making strides in terms yes. of storytelling, and this one just felt like such a big swing. It felt like it was momentous in the way that like I had to play it because everyone was talking about it. And the only thing I loved more than video games as a kid was the industry of video games and the <laughs> world around video games. Yes. So when everyone was talking about something, I had to play it. I had the GameCube, so I got to. But Mugatu. Who got to? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't you know uh, milk makes me farty and bloated? <laughs> <laughs> That's the line. That's the line. That's, That's the so line. funny. Um, I, I, as much as I enjoyed the swing that this game was taking, mm-hmm. as much as I liked that it was bringing video games forward in terms of their nor- narrative storytelling, and it had that crash thing that everyone loved back then of yeah. so many stories and storylines and yeah. will they intertwine. Um, at the end of the day, I couldn't finish this game because I was too scared. So I loved what it had to offer, 
but it was too much for me. And and we have to stress this, as we always do. Our retro scores are very subjective. We're little kids. We were not journalists. So say our current scores are so incredibly subjective. That's also very true, too. Uh, we, we would point to the Simpsons hit and run versus <laughs> System Shock 2 as an example. Come at me. Uh, I, I uh, no, but that is an objective truth. Hit and run is a better game than System Shock 2. <laughs> yes, I, in 2021, yes, absolutely. That is, that is a legitimate fact. Entirely. Yes. I'd love to see. If you disagree with us, which many of you do, Oh, we know. <laughs> Make you, we we see you. Make your point. I'd love to hear why. Yeah, like yeah. I I I struggle to see when put next to each other, and we're not like <laughs> we're not idiots. Like we're just, we do like like Sister Shock. I understand there was depth to it, but like in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you'd rather play like I would rather play Hit and Run. Yeah. over Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and I would rather play Bioshock over System Shock. And oh, I know that those are, yeah. they're, they're two, you know, they vary in terms of Now you're of just age. doing a bracket of the best game of all time. I'd play this one over this one and this one over this one. And then all of a sudden the best yeah, game of all time. how old do you have? How old do you have? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, no, Overwatch. but I, I do, I do love, that is the best game of all time. I yeah. do love uh, um, um, uh, Hit and Run and I, and I Stand By It. But this yeah. one, to get back to my review, yes. I, I kind of disagree with you. I think the cameras... And, and the camera and the controls weren't terrible. I thought they were kind of good. Oh, wow. Okay. Especially for the era. Uh, not to the point where they got in the way. I think they did what they could with the, the technology, and they found a way in terms of the overall mechanics to take the camera controls out of your hand, yeah. and that worked for me. It was yep. fine, kind of like what God of War would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because I couldn't finish it and I couldn't get that much farther, I'm giving this one a three out of four as well. Okay. And I, I okay. know it deserves more than that, okay. but as a kid, it was just too much for me to handle. Yeah. And... I have to speak for the wusses out there yeah. standing up and giving yes. us a voice. Yes. It was, I wasn't always, yes. I mean, you mentioned you, you've always been like that. Yes. I haven't always been like this. What's this? The cool bad boy that everyone knows and, and loves to hate. Oh, the last part came around on that one. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm the Jake Paul of podcast. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, no, no! Don't, don't pull yeah, on that thread. Okay, don't All right. pull on that thread. No, so you're giving us fuck a three. you, Tyrone Woodley. I'm kidding. <laughs> Get a tattoo. Yeah, uh, you took, you got a three. I got a three. That is a six out of eight. Six out of eight. Ah, that's a pretty good score there. Pretty good score. Um, okay, let's do our modern day reviews. Okay, I will begin. Okay, uh, you know what? This was a fun game. Yeah, this was a fun yeah. game. I enjoyed the story. I think the controls and camera maybe are not abysmal. Maybe they're passable. Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything great about them, but they're passable. I agree with that. Yeah, and and the story has a lot of depth to it, and I could find myself being very interested in going back and playing this and learning all about the lore that uh, what's this, Devin Dennis Dykus Dyak Dyak Yeah, I uh, wants to go back and redo because he's like, I got more to say. Yes, and you're like, oh, okay, uh, that's pretty good. You know, so like you know. It makes me think I actually would really enjoy this game going back and playing it yeah. and playing it to completion yep. and seeing all the scary things and, you know, would they would they still affect me or not? I'm going to give this a two and a half. Amazing. It's, it's not like that's not a great score, but at the same time, games like this of this generation usually are the ones that get on the shit list pretty fast and this one stands up. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I, at first when I started... And I felt the controls in the canvas. <laughs> At first, I was petrified. <laughs> I was petrified. I was still petrified. <laughs> Fucking zombies and clocks that I don't understand. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, this one reminds me a lot of System Shock. In, in ter- okay. like, like, not in terms of the actual gameplay. But when I first started out, I was like, great, let's let's try it. And then I felt the controls. I'm like, I don't know about this. Yeah. And then eventually I sunk into their monotony yeah. in a way that didn't interfere with my enjoyment of the game. It just kind of dulled it in a way where like nowadays the controls of a game 
make it better. Yeah. In this, it was just, okay, this is a device I need to further the narrative and yeah. it doesn't hurt to play, mm-hmm. so it's okay. But I do also think that there are better narrative games, horror games or otherwise. Uh, the one unique thing about this that you can't take away is the patented sanity meter. And I think oh, that's very fucking cool. Sanity meter. It's very cool. Um, and I'm I'm there with you. A two and a half is is my score as well. Okay. And I, 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 I want to give it a little bit more than that. But ultimately, I kind of know I'm not going to go back to it. Mm-hmm. If you asked me 30 minutes into our gameplay, no. I think I may have been like, yeah, I think I might continue to play this right. game but there's only so much trudging around uh the depths of a uh, uh, weird temple <laughs> that i'm like just slowly avoiding traps for no reason other than to give you something to look out for yeah. getting from point a to point yeah. b you know that was the era of video games when they just needed to have fighting and traps and platforming of some sort and nowadays i think we in the era of walking sims games are more comfortable just being what they are and not yeah. expecting you to to use poor mechanics to achieve something. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So two, two and a half sets of five out of eight for a five and a six for 11 out of 16. Uh, you know what? Okay. It's okay. I, I think a lot of people are going to think that, uh, that, that, that that's a low score. Yeah. And I think uh, this I, I also understand because if you love survivor horror, horror games and you did back in the day and, and you have that fondness for it, and if you've played it before and now playing it in the modern day, you know all the beats. You're not going to get stuck on arbitrary puzzles mm-hmm. the way that we were because we were trying to remember our way through it. Um, I could see how you might enjoy it more than yeah. two and a half. Yeah. No, I, I get there. I actually am pleasantly surprised. I thought Eternal Darkness was a fun game. Yeah. Uh, and that was really good. So that is our second chapter of Retrograde. Very scary. Very scary. We got some more scary games coming up soon. We do. We got some exciting guests coming up soon that yeah, we're going to be. Yeah, uh, baby. It's, you know what? The only thing to do when you're scared and it's going to be more fun than that is being scared with other people. Oh, yes. It's the only time I want to be scared because then I, I can focus on something else. Yes, other people. Other people. And how scared they are. Am I more scared than they are? Am I less scared I'm than they are? I'm usually more scared than they are. That's usually <laughs> my MO. My MO. Well, for that attitude and many more, we got the future of Retrograde coming up where you can see us be little scaredy cats. Little scaredy cats. Uh, but I'm also afraid to find out what awards this game wins because no. what if what if they're like spooky themed this, this oh, time no. around? Oh, no. Which I'm realizing would have been a great idea for us to do for okay, Retrograde. Remember but, that for February. Uh, February, <laughs> yes. indeed. Uh, so let's let the uh, oboes warm up. We can hear the orchestra and then we'll get to the awards. Throwing oboes. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, oh wow. Uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful sound. Beautiful, 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 beautiful it's sound. It's funny because you can hear the oboes. Now that you said it, I'm like, oh, yeah. I got oh, it. I yeah. Got the, it. Those yeah. are oboes. Coming through they? clutch. Coming, coming through, <laughs> coming through. <laughs> strumming through. Oh, just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Uh, Elliot, Elliot. Uh, equally as beautiful. He's dressed up as a corpse god. Yes, you wow. are. Wow. wow, look at you. Gotta That's ask. Disgusting. Uh, I mean, he's equally as sinewy as, as normal uh, because he's in great shape, but yeah. to, to, to a point, I think he's he's overdone it. Yes. Elliot. You know those like weird ripped people? Yes. Yeah, they're like, they're they're thin still and you're like, what, what's going on here? Where it, it looks like they don't have skin but beef jerky instead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you go to that exhibit at the museum where you where it's everyone but without skin, but <laughs> yes. that's what they look like. Yeah, already. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you threw tanning oil on those 
then that's exactly what Elliot would look like right yes. now. Um, Elliot, why don't you reach into that, uh, what do they call that little Roman garb thing you got? That that metal skirt that they wear. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm sure it's got pockets. Some of them are reaching yeah. there and tell us the awards this game's won. It's got pockets. <laughs> Crickets. Oh, crickets. Wow. crickets. Crickets. Crickets again. You gotta be kidding. It's This is the second week in a row with crickets. Oh my gosh. The goddamn mediocrity is what we got. Right. Right. Um, um, so. Th- so what we gotta do is we gotta make up awards for this. Or not make up. No. We don't make, we, make we get, them up. We, you and I get. You've been making yours I, up? Have you been getting handed real yes. ones? Why have mine been so much better than yours? <laughs> Um, uh, Andrew, why don't you uh, give your your award, your special award that this game has won? Oh, this one's called 2022 AD. Oh, that's no. the name of the award because there is more to be told about this game. Oh, ominous! Wow, uh, this game to me, uh, with a, in, in yeah. the envelope that I have. Oh, yeah. It's a weird sounding paper. That's a weird sounding they paper. They bought it in papyrus. <laughs> yeah, is it's, it on human skin like it, the corpse god? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that makes it's sense. like beef jerky. Actually. <laughs> Um, nope, human skin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, this this game wins the uh, Dennis Diak to the future because I would love to <laughs> go into the past and play this as it was meant to be played back in 2002. Alas, I was too afraid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. So those are two good awards for a game that we pleasantly surprised yes. and enjoyed. Yes. I yeah. was hoping I would like it more, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but hey, listen. Hey. Controls. 2002 was not a great era for for uh, games aging. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're in a post 9/11 world. Things were tough. <laughs> actually, uh, this game got delayed because of 9/11. Well, there we go. It's no, no. That's actually true. No, I because they you. had there was a, a a a whole point of the game that was in an Arab country, and you were a Knights Templar going uh, around, and they just didn't think that that was a great thing to be doing at that point. Yes. So they had to change all of those set pieces and the Templar. Whoa! Do you think they're Romans now? I th- I, I think it was something like that. Okay. That well, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. If you had thoughts about Eternal Darkness, we would love to hear from you at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy, or catch us over on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheRetrogradePodcast. Hell yeah, baby! And one more plea from the bottom of our hearts. We love to say it because it really does help us out. Leave us a rating and review, guys. Oh, yeah. It goes a long, long way. Last month in September, we had a ton of growth, and it's thanks to you guys going out there and leaving reviews. If you haven't done so yet, and you've listened to an episode, come on. Please. Please. Don't make me beg. There's only so much we can ask for. We love you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. All (laughs) right. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Scary. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the retrograde podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at RetrogradeAndy. And then Mikey at RetrogradeMikey. Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. And remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Retrograde Podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content between twitter instagram and everything in between we've grown a great community thank you so much for being part of it it's like a weird hippie commune where we all have jobs and we might have sex with each other and sometimes we kill sharon tate (laughs) furnished by sad styles productions join the mushroom club we'll show you how it goes
You guys do this stupid podcast first before we interlock scissor. 